to another episode of the Arsenio ZSL podcast, man. So grateful to have you guys back in here. We are talking about entrepreneurship, guys. Oh my God. Entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. See, I'm going to give you a question first. Do you, how, well, how important do you think it is in business to look ahead and think about the future? Think about it. Think about it. Think about it very closely. Okay. And do it with intent. Because if we look at all the language centers here, I still remember before the pandemic, it was like in December going into January, I told one of my students, I said, hey, how about I just teach you online? She's like, really? I was like, yeah, because we're not going to be distracted by old grumpy old women out here in Thailand. We're not going to have to go to busy places. You're not going to be distracted by looking at other people and music and all that other stuff. And we could record the session. So when we actually converted to it, it ended up being very, very effective. So did her sister. So I started looking ahead. I was like, dude, I'm going to be able to start doing this. Remember, I didn't have an online client until July of last year. But during the pandemic, I was working for two older women here in Thailand. They kept saying, no, Thai students don't want to learn online. Thai students don't want to learn online. Thai students don't want to learn online. I'm like, are you serious? Like, it doesn't, listen, you got to get out your feelings. That's not true. You need to hurry up and acclimate or you're going to crash and burn. So a lot of language centers, they didn't get up to it, not even my language center, right? It took them about almost a month and a half to get a, couple, a few private students online. Now they have full classes online. See, looking ahead and knowing that online is everything. A lot of my students, I got a student from Venezuela right now. She is a dentist. Do you think she could learn? Well, again, she could probably learn, you know, learn TOEFL with someone out there in Houston, Texas, but I doubt it. Same thing with a Peruvian dentist, lives in the same city too. Is she going to be able to do that? You know, and if we look at, uh, what about the girls living in Mexico City? Are they going to have TOEFL institutions out there? No. So guys, looking ahead and saying online is the next big thing, that's critical. What about business travel? You don't need business. Again, a lot of people say, oh, well, I would like to see people in this and that. I completely understand, but no way am I going to go to Japan on a business trip when we could just get online and I could be like in half, I could be half naked <clears throat> with the suit and tie on. Like, I don't have to go anywhere anymore. This is the big thing. This is what I'm talking about. This, and if you don't do that, and if you don't acclimate, you will be the next blockbuster. Blockbuster got overrun by Netflix. No one knew what Netflix was. Netflix sucked back in 2016 but it wasn't until 2017, 2018. That's when they really started to climb up because they started getting these series. Now, if you look at all the wonderful series, Family Reunion, okay, that's a comedy series, African-American, uh, The Upshaws. Like Netflix has completely dominated Hollywood because they've taken all these phenomenal, you know, uh, comedians, actresses, whatever you want to call them, who were both very important, both in the past and present. And Hollywood, they like to ostracize people. They don't look ahead. They said, okay, you have to do as we say or we're never gonna we're never gonna use you again. But Netflix is like, no, we'll use you guys. I mean, we suck at like prolonging series and stuff, but well, you know, we'll make a bunch of movies and we'll make 10 movies, like two of them will hit, eight of them will be shit, but uh, we're still gonna give you money. It's a billion dollar company already, guys. Looking ahead. This is entrepreneurship. So what is entrepreneur? What does it mean? It's someone who uses money to start businesses and make business deals. So if we look at this, I'm going to give you a couple of quotes. Okay. Let's check this out. Okay. Both of them are entrepreneurs. 
okay? We have uh, a couple of quotes here. So one person, okay, a business consultant and writer, okay, Arnold Kling, right? He said, I've always felt that going to business school was a substitute for being an entrepreneur, not a compliment. Those who can, sell. Those who can't, sit in class. Ooh, because you have to be out there in the field. Do you guys agree with that? You have to be able to fail. And when you fail, you fail forward. I'm going to give you some examples of what's going on right now, right, with my online business, right? I'm a solopreneur. I'm a person that does this individually, right? Now, you know, on an individual basis, but yes, I'm going to want to have, you know, uh, other staff members helping me with like social media content and everything so I can save more time. But in the meantime, I'm looking at it and saying, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to double down on myself. What does this mean? Well, back in the month of May of last year, right? I remember I was doing a video course online for some women and they said, okay, if we sell the course, um, you know, we're going to be able, we'll give you 15% royalties for a lifetime. I never for one second said, Arsenio, why don't you just create your own course? And I had already known about Podia. I, you know, I looked into other course, you know, things that I could actually use in some places. I, oh, we charge a hundred a month. And I'm like, no way. But I finally, you know, converted to Podia and I'm like, oh my God, this is the single greatest idea in the, on the face of planet earth for entrepreneurs. And so when I did that, that was a crit because I was always making them money. And again, if they made 15 sales, are they really going to give me that money? So I spent an entire day recording all these videos for someone else when I could have just done that for me. And it wasn't until this year, okay? Now, I did a lot of hit or misses. I'm going to do a nice, a few no shout outs, right? Now, I remember back in December, just before Christmas, uh, there was a girl uh, from the Philippines, right? And she lived in Canada. I thought I was going to bring her on. Now, she's still on my Facebook page. She hasn't unfriended me, nor do I care about Facebook. But, um, you know, I was never able to sell, right? She said, okay, I'll let you know. I wasn't really good at selling. See, I fell forward. I'm like, damn, what can I do better? Right? Because obviously she needs my service, but I'm not conveying my product across to her. Patreon was not a good product to begin with. But I used it at the time and I was able to make what four to five sales last year, but it still wasn't good enough. So then I'm like, you know what? Okay, who's the next one? Um, I think it was a girl from Kosovo saying she was going to sign up towards the end of the month. Uh, I recall, I think there was a girl from Italy. As a matter of fact, this was the latest one. Big no shout out to you, by the way. Okay, because she unfollowed me on Instagram. So she came out. She said, okay, you know, I got university. I'll let you know. Three months later, she unfriend, uh, she unfollows me. Now, I do not take that I do not take that responsibility. I do not take responsibility for other people's ignorance. I know that over the course of the next 40 years that there are going to be hundreds of thousands of people who unfollow me because that is the end of the tenure in following me in general. Goodbye. Best of luck to you and all your future endeavors. I don't say, "Oh, I wasted time." No, I just didn't have a product that was able to sell. So what do I mean by that? In present day, there was a wonderful Mexican IT tech. I gave her a one-hour consultation. Right after that, I said, okay, check this out. Check this course out. I think it's going to help you. Let me show you some of the videos. I was a master that morning. And she bought that course in less than an hour. And then she's going to buy coaching hour. She's going to buy the second course too. 
Okay, all right. Uh, there was another girl that saw me on her Facebook page. This one is very rare, but she ended up following my podcast. She reached out to me, got on a call. She's dentist from uh, Venezuela. I showed her the entire membership. She said, okay, down, deal. She bought the hours. She bought everything. And then that was it. We ended up going on and, you know, we ended up saying, okay, well, sh- that's it. Bought two extra hours, bought the membership. I wasn't that good back then as a solopreneur because I wasn't sure, like they didn't understand how my product was going to benefit them. But over the course of a few months now, anytime someone gets on a camera with me, they buy because they see exactly what I have, right? There was another girl uh, from Mexico City. There was a, a bunch of them now. I can't even keep touch. But the ones before, there was a Serbian. She was the last one in April that reached out to me. And I had a very broken product. I said, oh, well, the, the membership, it starts uh, May 1st. Uh, and she's like, okay, I'll sign up May 1st. I emailed her. She never came back. And I said, you know what? That's enough with this, this bullshit-ass Patreon. You're making me lose clients. And so I ended up dropping them. And I said, you know what? Let me go full throttle with Podia. And just like that, the amount I have to pay per month, I got that back in like two days. Because I realized that I know exactly what I have to do. And how I'm going to be able to promote and do this and do that. Guys, I'm telling you, solopreneurship. I had to learn the hard way. There are people who have come, they have gone. There are people who I thought I was going to speak to for a long time. There are people who I thought were going to, you know, I was going to be able to sell. Then they ended up disappearing. There are people who would ask me questions and I would waste maybe 30 minutes of my morning answering all these questions and those fuckers unfollow me the next day. So I learned from that you know now again you know people with fake profiles and then following me and stuff like that i try not giving them too much right and oh can you help me with this or what about this uh, photo or this or that and i'm like hey listen i can help you with that check this course out because i feel like their their intent is in the wrong place so instead in saying that entrepreneurship is very very important now I have a couple more quotes, but I don't want everyone to look at entrepreneurship as glamour, the whole Gary Vee thing. If you guys don't know him, he was the one that was very, very big back between 2016 and 2018, you know, with, you know, the way he makes videos, the the way he marketed himself and, you know, everyone would follow him and say, yeah, yeah, Gary Vee. Oh my God. Oh my God. There, There was a lot of great stuff that he had actually said in his book in regards to, you know, how to use Facebook, how to use YouTube, how to use this, how to use that. But at the same time, entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs, they miss out on a key idea and that's the human side of everything. So entrepreneur could be full air traffic control. They have no human in them, right? Flight attendants, they should have human in them but they have more of a robotic human, but you guys understand what I'm saying. You can't lose out on the human aspect because a lot of entrepreneurs, if you look at these fake photos, you see Leonardo DiCaprio in that horrible, uh, in that horrible movie, the Wolf of Wall Street, which is basically, you know, uh, what what is it? I forgot what he, a biopic of of a guy who went to jail, right? I mean, he went to jail, I believe. And then next, you know, this other guy named Jordan Belfort came out, wrote a book. All these fools bought his book, and he's an ex-con for stealing people's money. Come on, guys. So don't look at entrepreneurship as just, just money and glamour. 
you got to understand, okay, what is the role? What are the things that they want to like succeed at and help people with? It's kind of like me. I have another quote. Born entrepreneurs can be taught how to become better business people, but business people cannot be taught how to become entrepreneurs. Now, if you look at business people, what is a business person? Are they an entrepreneur to a certain extent? Here in Thailand, the translation, they call it pupukopkan, right? That means business person, but that doesn't translate into entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is literally creating a product and selling it, whether it's through Instagram, Facebook, advertising, whatever it may be. They don't have a legitimate job, but a business, like business people, they still work for major corpor corporations, right? So if we look at a business people, that's the shirt and tie. You could go to Tokyo and see all of them in the morning taking the train. Am I lying? Those are a whole bunch of people in suits. They are not entrepreneurs. They do as they're told, and they're in the whole corporate ladder. See, corporate world, that's business people. That has nothing to do with entrepreneurship. And to have someone with a corporate mindset is to have someone with a fixed mindset. And to go into something where you are more than likely going to fail your ass off, there's no way. They want security in the corporate world, in the corporate ladder. So saying that, the last one, entrepreneurs are people who imagine things as they might be, not as they are, and have the drive to change the world. Those are qualities that business schools do not teach. 1,000 per shot. Anita Roddick, founder of The Body Shop, she said that. Now, business schools, I don't even know what they teach, to be honest with you. Getting a degree in business administration, what is that going to do? You can't you can teach business. Like, what type of business are you talking about? Because entrepreneurship... It's not even business. Now, if I graduate, oh, business school, okay, I'm going to go climb the corporate ladder. That's easy to do. You're going to work for a major corporation and make a lot of money. Okay, fantastic. But that's not entrepreneurship, right? And again, predicting what something may be. Now, business people, they like to for like formulate things, right? They're like, okay, we're going to forecast and we're going to see how something is in this amount of months, in these amount of months. It's not good enough. I mean, for the corporate world, that is, but for entrepreneurs, not necessarily are they trying to change the world. If you look at Gary Vee, he's not trying to change the world, right? If we look at other people who are entrepreneurs, they are not like Tom Billy, he's not trying to change the world, okay? All these big time people out there, they're not trying to change the world unless they're trying to inspire people to become better individuals, right? But the qualities behind what an entrepreneur can do is far beyond anything a university could ever give you. Now, you can go to business school and climb that corporate ladder. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying that that's only a stepping stone to what is. So two totally different things. Now, again, look at what the word entrepreneur is in your language. And is it possible to teach someone to be entrepreneur? I'm a solopreneur. I had no idea what I was doing. I just saw probably back when I created a course for a language center and I only got paid $200 for it and they ended up amassing maybe more than 200,000 US dollars for it. I didn't look at it and say, oh my God, that was a golden opportunity. No, I looked at it and said, huh, how about I do that for me? How about I create my own course? It took me five years after to finally create that course. Well, I did create the Udemy course. <laughs> Fucking trash Udemy. I did create the pronunciation courses and stuff like that. But I mean, now the course that I'm creating, 
and I'm the way I'm marketing and everything, it's I'm on point. I'm on fire at the moment. And guess what? I learned all of that from looking at a market and saying, let me use podcasts. Let me switch up my YouTube channel. Let me stop talking about personal development. Let me go into like things that people are searching for. Let me enter this market because I don't think there are any people talking about this specific thing online. They just upload, oh, uh, test number one, test number two. Not like legitimate coaching. And now my YouTube, oh my goodness gracious. I never would have thought in a million years. I had only 1,000 subscribers probably about, what, a month, a month and a half ago. Now I have almost 1,100. And guess what? I created that YouTube back in October of 2015. I got 10% of my overall in six weeks compared to six years. Why? Because I'm in a specific niche market that not many people are in. And I'm providing courses that there are no other courses online. You see what I mean, people? So in saying that, I got that idea as an entrepreneur. Even when I'm actually teaching some of the business students and they're like, hey, yeah, I'll follow you over here. I look at them and I say, okay, okay. They're following me now. And she, and you know, it's so funny. Right when she said, one of my students, she said, Arsenio, I want to learn IELTS with you, you know? And she is through the language center. And I'm like, well, again, if you want to learn with me personally, you know, having a place is okay. But to be honest with you, don't pay through them, pay directly through me. So I'm going to hurry up and promote a post right after this podcast. And it's going to be about, oh, all right. Um, I'm going to hurry up and promote this course so that I can hurry up and, um, you know, try to get her to, you know, look into my course and say, hey, you know, I saw that you're promoting this. How much is it? Okay, this, that. Okay, wonderful. I'll do it. And, you know, I'm not taking away anything, but I'm just saying I don't need a middleman anymore. I have a very entrepreneurial mindset. I don't need other people to hold my hand anymore. When I see seven students in one class, I ask myself and say, how can I get these students onto my own online business? There's no need to pay for someone and pay a middleman when you don't even need them. You can just pay me directly. That is the critical component in terms of entrepreneurship and thinking like an entrepreneur. So look at the skills and qualities that entrepreneurs need, right? Now, again, is it an advantage to go to university before you start a business? I mean, I mean, I don't know what you're going to learn. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know what business schools teach. I think all they do is teach about theory. They don't teach about practicality. That's university. Theory, practicality is real world. So is it an advantage? I doubt it. I mean, not out here in Thailand. In Thailand, man, you got these 15-year-olds starting businesses on Instagram, and now they're millionaires. They found a need, and they fulfilled the need. They didn't have to go to business school and waste all that money and all that time. They went straight into it. Now in America, maybe you need to have this license, have that, have this, have that. America does everything by the book and that's why everyone's miserable. No offense. But out here in Thailand, man, the majority of Thai people are entrepreneurs. Why? Because one, $300 a month to live on is a BS wage. It's a horrible wage to live on. And some people probably woke up and say, you know what? I'm not down with someone telling me I'm going to make 300, 500, or 800. I want to make as much as I can. See, that right there is why Thailand has a country full of entrepreneurs and people who are after it. And that's what I ended up becoming by living around these people. You know, there's a lady who lived, well, oh my gosh, she, she lives at one of the most expensive condos in Bangkok. She's a client. I teach one of her uh, daughters from upcountry, right? And 
you know, I heard exactly who she was. She's like, oh, she owns a beauty clinic. She owns this, she owns that, she owns this. Oh, just recently, Arsenio, she asked me if I know anyone who's in construction because she wants to learn about that too. And I'm like, see, that's an entrepreneurial mindset. Those are people who are constantly multiplying. There was uh, the CEO of Beartie, one of these technological review companies out here in Bangkok that I used to work for two years ago. I remember when I was around him, his name's P. Nui, right? And while I was around him, he would be with the CFO and a couple other people. I'm sitting how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. In two seconds, he clicked his fingers. He looked at the CFO and said, I want Arsenio's voice on an intro jingle. That's an entrepreneurial mindset. Consistently thinking about things that can amplify and give other people opportunities. Now, did that ever go through? Obviously not, because me, I wasn't really even on that entrepreneurial mindset back then. I was just, you know, just chasing money. As if, you know, at age, like ages 30, 31, 32, even before that, I was just chasing money. But now I have royalties. I have assets. And that is the best feeling. When I got, when they, when that lady actually paid my course and she's going to end up paying a huge package to learn general English with me and buy coaching hours and buy another course, I had no idea I would be able to do that. And when I did, it feels really good knowing that that specific thing now is on fire like those royalties i created by myself i didn't need a business school i didn't need to go into hundred thousands of dollars worth of debt harvard business school harvard what are you gonna do oh okay hey i graduated from harvard yeah come on over here work for goldman sachs one of the most corrupted bullshit ass investment firms in all of the free world no thank you i'm good no i don't i, I don't need to be a firm with your degree i don't i'm going to master my craft and that's what I'm encouraging all of you out there to do. So in terms of entrepreneurship, there is so much more, obviously, to speak about. Uh, we're going to be talking about a couple of other things and per potentially do a couple of listenings. Yeah, we're probably going to do some listening and stuff like that before we get into a couple of other things. And the big chapter is stress to the limit. Oh, yeah, we're going to be talking. Oh, you guys are going to love this. This is going to be like a two-part type of podcast, too. So, uh. You guys are going to love that. We're going to be getting into that probably in the next couple of weeks. And in saying that, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, as always, over and out.